what up guys and welcome to this first episode of my podcast show now this is the first series in let's say first episode of my love series um titled modern dating you know a lot of times we get to experience some issues in our relationships and sometimes we jump into relationship without considering if we are fit enough you know they talk say uh, breakfast na national cake but there are two types of breakfast here one is the one you get um where you're trying to ask a girl out and eventually maybe you love the girl very much and then eventually you get rejected the second breakfast na mostly na men they serve them when 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 you don't date into the relationship and then suddenly the the guy comes out to tell you that he's not doing again for no reason or more they pain so in this episode i would i would in this uh, um series i would try my possible best to give you guys some certain reasons why some persons don't actually fall in love why some persons don't believe in love why they fall in love like there are a lot of things i'm going to teach you at discussing love in general if you have any suggestion or any question you would like to ask don't forget to just go to our social media channels and comment follow me up at danion twitter and instagram and for on facebook for, um, you can tap me up at or add me at with daniel and I will reply you as fast as I can. Now, in this episode, I'll be taking you on. Um, let's start with the first story from a girl that have been in relationship in a relationship for five years, but decided to end it. Five years old relationship ended. Wow. Anyways, let's get to the story. I broke up with my boyfriend of five years during quarantine. I sent him an email with the subject line, my terms, and proceeded to outline why I wanted to be single. In an effort to impose order on my decision, I included subheadings like, why I need this, what this change means for you, and what we'll say to the outside world, followed by a trail of bullet points. Under the subheading, What this doesn't mean, I wrote, that I don't love you anymore. We were three months into the pandemic, and most of us couldn't fathom the devastation to come. By then, though, we could begin to see our loneliness stretching into the future with no endpoint. And here I was, alone and equally desperate for connection, breaking up with my boyfriend of five years even though nothing between us had broken. For months afterward, I struggled to understand why. I had to look back on flashpoints throughout the relationship to see that my singleness was inevitable. I was simply finding the words to explain it to myself. I had met Malcolm my freshman year of college at a luncheon for honor students. He was wearing a blue plaid button-down, and his voice was a startling baritone. Everyone compared him to Barack Obama. He was similarly warm, what some might call magnetic. 
He seemed like a reasonable person to trust with your life or your love. My friend and I had been talking idly about starting a dating service on campus. I walked up to him and asked if he wanted to be our first client. He laughed. Okay, sure. I pulled out my phone. First, I have to take your picture so girls can know what you look like. The picture came out awkward and blurry. Still, I sent it to my mother, giddy about the cute guy with the deep voice who looked like Obama. After the luncheon, he and I circled each other for two years, until one night I called to see if he wanted to hang out. What followed was a relationship plucked from romantic folklore. He sent me flowers with handwritten letters and arranged for my favorite ice cream to be delivered. to my hotel room while I was at a conference in New York. After four months, he followed me to France, where I was studying abroad my junior year. That's where our relationship became official. I guess we should get together or something, I said. He said, we're kind of already together, aren't we? I know, but I should probably be your girlfriend, right? Okay. Our exchange felt like a conversation between two third graders in the playground. I understood that I was supposed to care about this milestone. He was my first boyfriend. Yet when I grasped for the significance of it, I came up empty. When he left France several weeks before I did, I was surprised to feel relieved. I longed not to be alone, not to be without love but for freedom and autonomy. Since we had gotten together, I had felt our identities weaving into a beautiful quilt, and I didn't see how to disentangle myself without alienating the man I loved. I was somebody without him, I knew this, but others didn't seem to. Even when I was by myself, people always asked me about him dropping me into a future of marriage, children, and muted desires that I had not signed up for. I wanted my identity back. I wanted to unravel. As soon as I got back, I suggested an open relationship, something I had wanted from the beginning. I saw it as a step toward establishing myself as a romantic and sexual entity outside of my relationship. When Malcolm and I first told friends and family about our open relationship, we were met with verbal lashings and gross generalizations, including that this was not something black people did. Much later, I realized they viewed our arrangement as a personal attack on an institution they wanted to believe in. The following year, after leaving college in Atlanta, we moved 2,000 miles apart. Malcolm home to California, me home to D.C., with no plans of either of us moving to be with the other anytime soon. We saw each other several times a year. By the time the pandemic hit, we had been long distance for three years, and I saw no problem with it. Many times, I thought I had a classic fear of commitment, but I knew it was more complicated I was resisting something greater than our individual relationship, and my resistance was political. A 
day before I sent Malcolm the email saying I wanted to break up, I came across a term online. Solo polyamory. It described a person who was romantically involved with many people, but is not necessarily seeking a committed relationship with anyone. What makes this different from casual dating is that they're not looking for a partner, and the relationship isn't expected to escalate to long-term commitments like marriage or children. The relationship isn't seen as wasted time or lacking significance because it doesn't lead to marriage. For once, in the vast literature on love, I felt seen. I liked how solo polyamory cherished and prioritized autonomy and the preservation of self, and I found its rejection of traditional models of romantic love freeing. I wasn't comfortable identifying as polyamorous then, but it spoke to my desire for something non-traditional. In some ways, this was the rebellion I had been seeking. My entire girlhood had been consumed by fantasies that were force-fed to me. Love and relationships were presented as binary, and in this binary, the woman must get married or be lonely, or in classic novels, die. The path to freedom and happiness was narrower still for black women. Even in our extremely loving relationship, I had felt confined. I knew my mother would be devastated by the breakup. A divorcee of 20 plus years, she often warned against ending up like her, a woman untethered to a man. I waited nearly six months to tell her. When I did, she said, what if he finds someone else? He could have found someone else when we were together, I said puzzled. But relationships do give the illusion that we exist in a bubble with another person, insulated from the rest of the world. That's part of what makes them feel so intimate. After I sent Malcolm my breakup email, he and I spoke on the phone. I have to be honest, he said. I was a little sad when I read it. Why? I asked. It just seemed more final in an email. You know, we can change the terms whenever we want, I said. I know. You're still my best friend, I said. He made a joke about being friend-zoned, then said, Yeah, you're my best friend, too. I recently went to an online discussion about polyamory. All the faces in the chat were black. You have to own your choice, one guy said. You have to remember, you choose this for a reason. I thought of my choice to be single, and not looking, but still very much loving. Shedding the identity of girlfriend has allowed me to experience the expansiveness of love. It has challenged me to stretch the limits of my relationships to see what they can be when relieved of social pressure. As humans, we're always going to reach for certainty, using the few tools we have, and sometimes that tool will be a label like girlfriend. But in a year of crippling loss, canceled trips, and delayed milestones, I have found strange consolation in knowing that nothing in our lives has ever been certain. Despite that, or perhaps because of it, 
I am just here to enjoy this, whatever this is, for however long it lasts. Alright guys, so we are back and we are done listening to the story, you know, so now there are some things I would like to point out here, like, you see this thing you put call love at first sight, it, it will destroy you, for real, that thing is fake, like, it's, it's a lie from the pit of hell, that's exactly what happened to this girl, okay, they saw the guy, and he dressed like Obama, voice deep like Obama, and looking so fine like Obama. And then he took picture with the guy, and or took the guy's picture, started sending it to the mother like, bro, how? And then okay, aside that, you guys started brooding and then getting to know each other very well, up to the extent of staying together for two years before you officially became partners, like you're dating and then after some time you moved to france also i don't know i've forgotten the place since you, i don't know you moved to that side and the guy followed you to that place both of you were living together as couples you know and then what you actually thought of was people thinking that talking about marriage and ah you, you know now normally in this country like in the in the country i'm from if they see people that are so much in love like ah this one i married you you get so that thing is just mere words that people say and we know that it's not every relationship that could actually lead to marriage but people always say it because of how good you people look and then she, according to this story she actually don't like the fact that people are saying that um, referring them or relating them to getting married or something like that and then on, on the other hand some persons don't actually like the fact that they are together like if you listen to this story it's somehow let's say complicated but the good reason for her leaving was that she needed freedom she needed a space she needed to be free and alone to enjoy herself without anybody or without being afraid of ah i might do this one or this guy might not like this or this girl might not like this that's what she needed and that is the reason why she actually went to break up see let me just say this if you're not ready for relationship forget the for, um lovers foresight now waiting guys they carry cruise on or carry no way that you go catch you now if you're not ready for a relationship, don't go into it. For real. Like, there's no point going into something you know you will not be committed to. Like, there's no point going into it because you hurt yourself. You're killing yourself. Don't just do... Ju- don't, don't think of relationship at all. Don't even do it. Because it will destroy you. It will mess your head up. For real. Like I've I've seen people, a lot of persons that went into relationship not because they wanted to, but because of peer pressure. 
all her friends are dating and she's not dating enough she felt bad that they are buying things for her friends and they, are, they don't buy for her and blah 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 bro remain on your own like remain on your own you can actually achieve a lot alone you must not be with somebody for you to achieve anything you want to achieve you can stay alone have that peace of mind if you're a kind of person that don't flow well with relationship leave it let it be on its own for the meantime while you achieve what you need to achieve you get there are a lot of persons that are not even having anybody in their life but they are doing well they are happy they are they have they have this freedom and and peace that's what you should crave for for your head inner peace is what you should pray for i think that's what we're talking about today so the major thing you should take into your head is if you're not ready for relationship please don't go into it that is the main point because she wasn't ready for this relationship she just went into it because the guy was fine but because somebody you truly love you can't feel comfortable when the person leaves it's not possible it doesn't happen somebody you truly love and the person is leaving or more you would nearly cry like you wouldn't want that person to go but when the guy left she felt peace and freedom that's like yeah this is what i've been looking for this is what i've been craving for and for real she made the right decision by sending the guy a breakup later so that both of them will not keep deceiving themselves that's the truth that's just it so if you're not ready for a relationship or if you're in a relationship that you are not enjoying my dear i advise you to break up break up and be free peace of mind is important that's what we're going to talk about today on this special or the first episode like the next episode is going to be mad like i have something to tell you that you never knew so don't forget to follow me up on instagram i'm going to um you can check the description below and you would see the instagram um my instagram handle my twitter handle and facebook thank you and god bless